This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Tom Gibbis, the voice of Shikamaru Nara from Naruto, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. And it's not a drag. Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extra Select Start. I am your host, Xavier Josiah, still off of a major high of last week's epic anticipation of the premiere of Mortal Kombat 11 and, of course, Marvel's Avengers Endgame. Both of them met major expectations on all facets and formats, and we're still going to talk about some of that. At least from a game standpoint, we're going to talk about Mortal Kombat 11. A lot of things come out of it uh, from that point in time, and a lot of things that we haven't covered since then. And then also, some other bits of news. It's not really too much news in the world of games. People are still talking about in-game, like it's no tomorrow, and I'm glad, first of all, again... As I said last week with uh, Joe uh, Rinaldi, thank everybody for not spoiling it. Uh, you know, when it when the time uh, come, you guys came through. There was only a few assholes at a bunch, like a major minor amount of assholes and a bunch. But for the most part, people, you know, respectfully, you know, went in and, and allowed everybody to enjoy this movie. And I went to go see it yesterday, which is why I'm doing this podcast today. I went to go see it yesterday. And there was a flock of new people who haven't got a chance to see it yet. It was awesome to see their reaction from what I've already seen and see if I got the same reaction. No joke. I looked around and some of the guys were crying during those certain times when they were crying. Got the same emotions. This is an all out, regardless of what we think five years later from now, if we catch all the, you know, plot holes. Do we care at this point? The overall part of it and, and people looking too deep into plot holes sometimes that are just not there and just looking and just digging and digging and digging to me one they're thirsty for attention two they're trying to acknowledge themselves as very observant and smart i get it i, I i'm all for it sometimes but sometimes you just let things go let things flow and just enjoy what is there and what is there was just something extremely exciting extremely celebratory you know Nobody, and when it comes to time travel, nobody gets time travel right. Okay, so it's like there is no, you know, why nobody gets time travel right because it hasn't been scientifically proven that it exists and there's an algorithm and formula to making it work. There's only fictitious hypothesis at best. Other than that, it's just like it's whatever you make it. If it sounds logic, then go with it. That's why we were able to go with. You know, all of those other movies uh, and TV shows that we saw and watch that does, you know, time traveling. It makes, you know, Mortal Kombat has a time travel element to their storyline. So I don't care. It just whatever. I mean, some things can be it it can't be too illogical. But if it gets to the point, it's like, all right, I can I can suspend my disbelief of it. Then fine. But other than that, you know, just enjoy for what it is. And we majority of people enjoyed that movie a lot of people enjoyed this game and it was awesome just a very awesome week just so much going on last week 
uh, in the world of our favorite fandom. So let's get into some gaming news. Again, there's not much news to talk about. Uh, there's only very little, so we won't. This won't be a long episode today. But I did want to talk about Monster Boy and the Curse Kingdom, which I did play prior to Mortal Kombat 11, and things just happened during the week that didn't allow me to, you know, talk about that game. And I just want to bring it up. I'll bring it up this time because, you know, if you want an alternative, if you're a fan of side-scrolling, you know, games, and if you're a fan of the Wonder Boy series, just you definitely want to get into this, but we'll talk about that soon enough. But let's talk Mortal Kombat 11, my afterthoughts for it. You know what I thought about it. I reviewed it last week for the Nintendo Switch. I am still playing it hard. It is one of the most enjoyable games that I have played on that system. And that's saying a hell of a lot because of the library that I have. I have over possibly now maybe 80 games in my library in this game. And I insanely love this. I played through the story mode three times. Uh, the gauntlet is still hard as hell, and I'm really refusing to even play it, especially now that Fire, you know, the update came in. Let's talk about that first. The update came in, which was update 1.03, which is the update. It, for us, is one of the first updates because the Nintendo Switch is getting, I believe, two, and we were supposed to get our currency that we're owed. We haven't got that yet. Still waiting on that, but we did get the actual important stuff, and that is the patch that kind of nerfs down the difficulty level of the gameplay. So it did, it absolutely does feel a lot more enjoyable to play. I can get through a lot of the, I've gotten through a lot of the, you know, towers in Tower of Time, uh, notwithstanding the gauntlet. That's a whole nother situation. It's insane, and I'm not, I, I've, to the point I can't I'm not playing Gauntlet at all I what I want to do the whole purpose of Gauntlet now is because everybody's fascination for Fire God Liu Kang myself included Fire God Liu Kang is one of the baddest looking characters and one of the baddest this is like Mortal Kombat's version of Goku going Ultra Instinct and this is Liu Kang going Ultra Instinct in this type of situation so people are going to gravitate to this character because he's so badass so in all lessons, people want to play him. And they're rather, I was hoping that they had a separate version of him available. Unfortunately, he is a skin that you get from the from the uh, gauntlet in Tower of Time. You have to reach all 30 stages. 30. And that possibly wouldn't be a problem. Had they not make you go through all types of hell to get it i'm in i think i'm in like only stage three and this is where the stage where luke like uh, whatever whichever one you pick i pick luke king for instance doesn't matter you have to get through you can beat this this stage but you need to beat it with flawless victory which sounds like it shouldn't be a problem too if you're really good but there's this green mist going around that takes away your energy so it makes it impossible for you to actually get flawless victory i know some people actually did get through it and i need to dig deep into find out how to get through that part but even still some of these stages are just cutthroat relentless now there's a lot of other things that i believe that can happen in order for you to get it i have reason to believe this is not the only way that you could get the fire lord or fire i'm sorry fire god luke kang and that's due to 
a lot of situations that has just occurred and some discoveries that has happened. And that is basically a new trick. A lot of people are calling it a glitch. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. A lot of millennials call it a glitch. And they think it's a glitch that has occurred in the system that NetherRealm didn't, you know, didn't know that it can happen. I call bullshit on this because back in the day, us gamers from back then in the 90s and the 80s, there was something called tips and tricks. And there were some things, some old school things that developers would do hidden, some type of hidden codes or hidden, you know, you know, type of, you know, cheats that allow you to gain access to things earlier or better. Case in point, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA, select, start. That right there, no pun intended, is the code, the infamous, many say Contra code, but others say Konami code because they used it for other games, but it was mostly synonymous with the Contra game where you get 99 lives and it helped you greatly get through that game because you cannot get through that game. Only a rare few can get through Contra with only three lives. And if you got a partner with you, no, nah, your partner will try to get you down and get you over and screw you over for your lives. So <laughs> the 99 lives code was always a great thing. I believe they did the exact same thing here. I think it was intentional. I don't think it was a glitch. People were actually, you know, saying it's a glitch and saying, do it now, you know, as it may not be there when the next patch come up. Bullshit. I think NetherRealm purposely put that in here and mostly because... How do you glitch something whereas you hold a button down while you're loading and all of a sudden you're able to do... No, that was I. That was absolutely intentional in my, in my belief. This is an old school type of deal. Back in the day, we used to do this stuff. So, I mean, this is like, this is not new news. I don't think it's a glitch at all. And furthermore, during the combat cast, if I recall, the guy, uh, the, you know, developers there pretty much said that the Crip has a lot of secrets a lot of secrets that you want to follow so who's to say whoever discovered this quote unquote the person or gamer that discovered this leaked it out and other people leaked it out shortly after who's to say that there weren't a plant in there that leaked it out for other people to you know check it out there's so many different marketing uh methods to do things that i wouldn't put it past it i wouldn't put it past it all in another realm intentionally did this and, and god bless because at the same time how ridiculous is it that the original way for you to get the heads and this is the thing there's a part in the crypt for those of you who don't know who don't know there's a part in the crypt where you and a shrine it's like the warrior shrine and you know kind of game of thronesy where you have to you know get the heads to open up these chests and, and like the death the dead heads of each Mortal Kombat character and put them in a pike, you know, spear much like I say, AI or EI, um, you know, EG, um, Game of Thrones pretty much. And you open up a chest from doing it to get these heads. You absolutely have to kill or use a fatality on each character 50 times. Do you know how tedious that is? I absolutely absolutely doubt if that is the only way for them to do that it takes forever to and grind to do that so all of a sudden this leak comes out and you can get it instantly by just holding the button down 
Does that not sound weird to anybody else? No, that is a tip and trick that they provided people. I think somebody was plan somebody planted that out on a on the internet and people just ran with it. And it's that's how it works. That's I I can't see us going through that. And with that said, I also believe that there may be a better way to find Fire God Liu Kang, to which I am still trying to discover by going into the crypt by because there if for those again for those of you who played the game and looked at the skin for Fire God Liu Kang, the other ways to do it is a mystery because there are question marks on all of them. So they're keeping out a mystery right now, and I'm fi- pretty sure down the line when other patches and the new DLC comes in that they'll start revealing in releasing it. I'm also waiting to see if it's going to release on the in the shop. So uh, using your time crystals, I'm waiting every day to do it. I'm not using my crystals that I earned from for anything else but that, you know, or at least until I actually get that skin. So that's my situation with that. That's my hypothesis with that. I think this was ever so intentional for them to do and you know kudos to them for it and i think there's a lot more secrets out there i don't think that we have to, that we're gonna have to grind and do everything some of it i think is them trolling to the point that there's actually an easier way to get these things and you just got to figure it out so i'm hanging on to that i'm gonna stick with that i'm gonna constantly do research hopefully we can find it but you know kudos to those who quote unquote discover that you can get these heads easily now also want to point out that when doing this it's different for each system the xbox version i believe you got to hit the a button the playstation version you got to hold down when i say hit you got to actually hold down the button when you go in it's the minute that you go into crypt mode you got to hold down the button and don't let it go until you until you actually get to that chest once you get to the chest that is not open and you want to open the chest that's when you and it opens that's when you release the button but you don't do it beforehand because you'll lose the opportunity you got to re you got to get out of that crypt mode and go back in again and do it all over again so and there's techno there's like i believe 50 of those heads if i'm right that i uh or no i'm sorry it's it's 20 it's like 22 or 23 of those heads that you got to go in and out of the uh, game to do so it's a it's tedious to do but way less tedious than it is to do with grinding and farming out 50 fatalities that's ridiculous so this is a more uh lenient version of a actual you know have actual uh tedious work to do but it'll be worth it it'll be worth it so you know go out of your way to do that i again and it's not only that this has been reported you know according you know shout out to my um acmg member and friend uh ed who actually mentioned it too he's like it's been days since they announced this and they haven't patched up yet yeah it's definitely intentional i don't see them doing this at all so or patching it up at all it's not it's not meant to be patched it was intentional all i truly wholeheartedly believe this so that is that and any other news we're gonna definitely announce that as time comes i mean you still got the dlc characters that uh, has not been announced yet our first dlc character yet or anything so we're all waiting for this and i'm looking very much forward to see that but again i and i did say last week too that if the game would be a lot more playable then i would give it a better grade i think at this point a a minus is 
a solid grade upgrade for what I have for this now because it is like I said it's much more enjoyable I have been able to obtain a lot more skins and gear and consumables since then and I've enjoyed it a hell of a lot I absolutely enjoyed it to a point that I'm constantly playing I, I you know what I tell you what too here's another part that I want to mention too and that's basically the AI aspect of the tower mode of the tower of uh, time mode now there are some towers that are a little bit too challenging per se especially if you're not like an e-league player or a, a really like really good combo player there's some there's possibly some really challenging stages and some stages that just overpowers you this is where your ai comes in and actually i was like why do i want to use an ai i want to enjoy this game for myself i want to be able to get through it sometimes the ai absolutely just help does help and not only does it help it is actually quite entertaining to watch and here's why the 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 process of watching your ai think of it in a actually like a real combat sport type of thing and you have your fighter that you're picking out to root for and you're and there's money on the line for it and there's you know it's incentives involved in this if the, if your ai wins so watching to see if your ai is actually going to win and get through and for the most part i say eight chances out of ten they're going to get through especially if you set up your ai to do certain things that you wanted to do you can you know you can go to the settings to do whether you want them to do more combos whether you want them to you know be more defensive offensive whatever so if you if you set it up right your ai can really get through certain stages really well and just to watch it it's almost like you put money on the line and you're hoping for your fighter to win so you're actually watching and either i i'm more excited about watching my ai fight than i would do watching e-league at this point because if i watch an e-league tournament i'm watching really good competition however i'm not a favorite at this time of one to the other as of yet unless it's like pg punk or something like that he's representing philly that's pretty much what you know the only thing or sonic fox because i like that guy if i'm rooting for them that's one thing but other than that it's like you know i like i like watching the actual fights and rooting and there's no commentary no crappy commentary involved either so <laughs> there is some really good positives to using ais as well so again overall um the game is awesome on the nintendo switch is awesome all over there's been nothing but great reviews for this game this is absolutely in the running for fighting game of the year i don't know what's going to compete with it i know like i said before samurai showdown is going to be coming out i don't know if that's going to be the one that's going to beat this because every time another realm comes out with a game with a fighting game whether it be mortal Kombat or injustice it shuts everything down their production value everything that they add on to it is tremendous so and, and this is by far the best mortal Kombat story to date so I, I really doubt if they're gonna absolutely do that so here's two of them right there and uh we're gonna keep you all in the know as more things follow up from there so i was gonna wait to talk about this other news till sunday because sunday we're gonna be talking a lot of stuff too uh most likely the top 10 marvel movies voted by our acmg facebook group but I gotta bring this up now because it is game related and that is the sonic the hedgehog movie we kind of we knew it's been coming out for quite some time it, they finally showed a trailer 
And much to the, you know, I don't want to say the desire of the fans. I can say much to the disadvantage of the <laughs> I don't want to say disadvantage either. I would say, I don't know what's the proper word to say it, but this was not to the liking of those who saw the trailer when it first started. And I'll give credit to my man Michael Burhan. He actually he, he makes a great point in saying that sometimes you just need to give things a chance. Which is true. Some things you just need to give it a chance, but other times that's that's a selective saying for certain things. There are other times where I believe that in first impressions, when you see something you know that it's not going to be to your liking. Especially if you're a fan of it. I'll give you a great example. Super Mario Brothers, Smurfs, Masters of the Universe to some extent. Um, Did I say Super Mario Brothers? Yeah, it did. And, uh, and this, I would say that this is one of the things that to me really took me out is because one, they brought it into this real world element. And that's when I think things kind of fell through for me. If you're a fan of all those, you know, those movies that I've showed, that I mentioned, you were definitely disappointed by the fact that they didn't give you the essence of what those franchises were about. Super Mario Brothers, when it came out back then, had the opportunity to make it somewhat like what we see from the game. So... This is at a time when we didn't have the technology or the CGI. Again, this is the reason why James Cameron never came out with Alita until now, because now he could do it. This is the reason. And they wanted to make a, you know, a money-grabbing movie. So they came out with Super Mario Brothers. And instead of giving us the Mushroom Kingdom, they gave us this real-world type of environment and place and setting that didn't match up to anything what we were playing. And we wanted to see what we came what came to life in our in our eyes in a video game and this is why people appreciate what marvel has done so much because they gave us a lot of fanfare of what and, and you know what i'll give credit to dc to some extent too in some cases just from the visuals they gave us a lot of great fanfare because they gave us a lot of what was in the book not everything but still made it their own but they cared about the fans enough to give us a lot of what we are what we loved about these characters but didn't gave it its own type of identity mario was a great failure yeah the one with john legrizano and uh i forgot the other guy he passed away too he was the uh who framed roger rabbit actor uh you know and i i think it's i think that was don't quote me but that might have been his last movie and god i hope not that that would be really sad i think ross julia definitely his last role was uh in bison as well and you know i gotta throw that in too you know, Street Fighter was another one, sort of, kind of, because they, instead of trying to give us the the fanfare that we asked for, they went, the directors went out of the loop into their own visual direction, which nobody recognizes and nobody cares. We care that you have the ability to create what we loved about the games to life, not your own artistic direction from it. You need to give us a depiction of what we love about the game and bring that to life. That's, to me, is what the job of that of the director of these type of franchises are. And when Venom came out, 
and they I saw that yeah they got the CGI they got the CGI right this time and they got it right a little bit last time they got the actor right but the premise was all wrong the setting was all wrong there was no Spider-Man in there stuff like that the Smurfs with Neil Patrick Harris in there they had they brought them into New York where the hell was Smurf Village? <laughs> That's we these the settings in place and settings sometimes are a character in their own. And people love that type of area. If you took Winnie the Pooh out of Hundred Acre Woods or we watched the Christopher Robin movie and there was no sight of the Hundred Acre Woods, people would be so severely pissed because we never got to see that. The Hundred Acre Woods is a part of the character of the story of the whole entire essence of the of the franchise. You know, that to me is like, you don't do that, this, and that's what's happening, it looks like it's happening here with Sonic the Hedgehog. They're taking it out of the element of where he came from and bringing it into a real world type of situation. Now, Granted, again, to Michael's credit, it possibly could be funny. And the reason being is because of one person who could possibly turn this around. And that, to me, is, in fact, Jim Carrey, who's playing Dr. Eggman Robotnik, whichever one that they're calling him. And if you guys remember Batman, who was it? What movie was that that he was in? It was Batman Forever or, you know, Batman Returns. No, it was Batman Forever, actually. And he was the Joker. That movie sucked, but he was the one thing in that movie that everybody was talking about, that everybody loved about the movie. He, Everybody kept saying the movie sucked, but he was the saving grace of the movie. I think Jim Carrey can absolutely do the same in this case to some extent, but I think, in my opinion, it's going to take a lot more than Jim Carrey to do it. The Also, the look of the character in there, the, uh, of, the, of Sonic, was also a, a major controversy to fans. Of Sonic, he didn't really look like Sonic uh, to people, and uh, it was, you know, there's there's gonna be some interesting things going on with this. The director actually just spoke out and said, you know, due to the backlash and the negative uh, reaction to it, that there will be some design changes within Sonic. So there's some post production that's gonna be happening now. I don't know how long it's gonna take, but this movie's coming out very soon. I don't know how much they're going to do with the character, but even still, regardless, you know, the whole real world element, the, I know he kind of did, depending on which game that you played or which version of Sonic that you played, he did interact with actual humans. I don't know if they're basing it on Sonic X or not, which was, eh, it was okay, but I just think that he should have been in his own territory, and maybe he is. We didn't, this is only the trailer, we didn't see everything about what's going on and how he got into you know the planet whatever this could be it could be earth or whatever but it just so a lot of people it just really didn't look pleasing to the eyes and it's not just because of the the character design and the visual design of sonic itself so but you know i think with uh you know people like jim carrey neil mcdonough is in it uh james you know x-men cyclops uh the original cyclops james martin is in it and uh adam paley from happy endings i love that show wish they never canceled it it's one of my favorite cancel shows ever <laughs> that you know I, it, it has a possibility but first impressions are a big deal and that's something that they need to hinder on i a lot of people are comparing this to the detective pikachu which i i expected some people to crap on it 
uh, crap on uh, Detective Pikachu, but many other people were more excited about this than we are with Sonic, and mostly because the 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 essence of Pokemon is in this you know movie brought to life. Now, unlike Sonic, Sonic's games were mostly based upon a world without humans. Pokemon, on the other hand, was based in a world upon human beings or human being like people in a certain land but that works that works greatly because it was always about the connection of human and pokemon so that element always works and they can do a town like they're doing right now to make it work so everything i when i first played pokemon years ago like not the fir- not the red and blue, but maybe like the ones after that. I knew that eventually they were gonna try to do a live action version of this, so I knew this was coming, and it's here. And this is kind of every bit of what I imagined it to be. So I'm actually excited. I'm way more excited for this. And Ryan Reynolds in there, that's a great plus as well. So I am way more excited for Detective Pikachu. I'm absolutely going to see Detective Pikachu. Uh, I don't know if I want to if I'm really enticed to want to see Sonic. I don't know. It just did not look anything in, in, intriguing or enticing for me to want to see it. I it, I was not anticipating wanting to see a Sonic, you know, movie in the first place. So, let alone the one that they're trying to do. And I don't know, we'll see. We'll we'll just see. I'll have to get my reserves on that one, but we'll see. I am again, te- Detective Pikachu is coming out. I am going to see it. I'm damn sure going to review it. So I, I really have a good feeling about this. Just when I saw the the actual visuals, especially uh, Mewtwo. Woo. That looked. He looked like Mewtwo. Charizard looked like Charizard. Pikachu looked like Pikachu. I mean, it's just they did a great job making sure that they brought these characters to life and they made sure they look. Mr. Mime looks like Mr. Mime. I mean, Eevee looked like Eevee. It's just they, they look awesome in comparison. And now I I, I, I checked out twitter too it is like some people are now saying like i am very sorry for what i said about detective pikachu but in comparison to uh sonic this looks like an oscar winner movie in comparison or to that extent so we'll have to see uh hopefully we'll see more down the line and we'll see i i my hunch is that it's going to make a subpar box office amount you know I think more people were intrigued to see Venom because it just looked interesting, but they're doing a sequel to Venom too. I doubt if people are going to pay, going to uh, want to pay to see that again. You know, it, it was just, I, and I told people, people, you got to understand something. Even if Sonic does make a substantial box office amount the first time around, box office sales proves really absolutely nothing to the quality of the movie it just means that more people wanted to see this movie it doesn't mean that they enjoyed the movie it matters if they make money after the fact like Endgame is going to definitely make money after the fact the second weekend is still going to be made by Endgame guarantee they're still going to roll the second um second weekend guaranteed because of how much people enjoy this movie and how many times people have seen this movie i know for a fact that people went to go to see this movie two to three times i just went for the second time myself you know it's gonna happen but nobody's gonna see a venom nobody went to go see venom twice nobody went to go see you know all these other movies smurfs and super mario and all this stuff nobody's gonna see that twice 
they you know it's, it's some of them is just dvd worthy worthy and then others it's just like nah i'm not i'm not even messing with this <laughs> i don't think venom in my opinion is going unless unless there will be an appearance of spider-man in the second venom which is not i don't believe that it's not going to be any way remotely making as much money as it did last time the first time around guaranteed so we will see and we will keep uh we will follow up with things as you know news comes from there so last thing i want to talk about is the nintendo switch game uh, monster boy and the cursed kingdom review i don't know if this is out on the other systems per se i know this is i don't know if this is actually a nintendo exclusive but if you do know if you absolutely do own a nintendo switch and you're looking for something really cool like you're really like a hardcore side scrolling you know gamer with a with, which wants challenge this is for you this game this is a follow-up to the wonder boy game that came out a while ago which was a remastered version of the sega classic and i absolutely enjoyed that game it was a bit challenging itself but it, for the most part it was a lot of fun this one is just as fun just amount of fun just as challenging but they stepped up the the model designs the uh sprite designs and everything it looks absolutely gorgeous if you've uh, played what was it shanti uh half genie hero which by the way shanti 5 is coming out i'm very much looking forward to that thank you way forward for that one always enjoyed every single shanti game that they ever came out with and um you know they kind of stepped up the graphics and, and the look of the game to that level it looks absolutely stunning the animation the framework all this stuff the sprites all looks you know outstanding they got an animated intro this time around so they put in a lot of money <laughs> you know to this game they highly invested in this game to make it look as good as it did there are some positives and some negatives to the games of course so let's run that down right now for, but first let's talk about the story the story involves a the character Jin, uh who has to stop his uncle <laughs> from turning the entire kingdom into animals for some reason he's just uh, a devious type of dude jim himself has been turned into a pig at the beginning and goes out to find the sacred orbs which gives him uh control of other animal elements as well so you know there's a case if you played again if you played the last wonder boy game you kind of know what you're looking out what you're going for so the wonder boy games they tend to always turn into different animals but there's always a reason for it this is a whole new character a whole new different world story whatever of how he becomes so in this case he turns into the character by you know his uncle but also finds other magical elements as well to find to, to, you know to actually turn into these elements so you know if you played it before you know there's probably going to be a dragon form there's going to be a uh, a snake form that allows you to you know get through smaller areas in, a, in the stages and there's going to be other modes too there's a lion mode in there as well so it's you know you got those things to look after in there but each each form does different things so and that's awesome like they're in also not only cool about this they got a lot of rpg elements as well that i like in there uh the story is very funny the characters are very funny uh and really easy to get into very like i said the smooth frame animation the rpg elements though include new like different types of boots that'll help you get through where it's different swords uh different weapon items 
different armor, which is really cool. And when you obtain these items, they do show up on you. There are times where you have these items in certain games and they don't really show up. They just say that you have them and it helps, you know, strengthen your character's HP or magical elements or whatever. In this case, they absolutely do. If you get new boots, the boots show up on your character and the armor shows up in your character and the new sword that you get shows up in your character. I always like that extra effort and detail within games like this because it really grabs it really engages you more into the game when you see stuff like that so i'm always a big fan of side scrolling rpg action games or adventure games that always does that because that that shows that you really want to put in an extra element to the gameplay so i that's always a great thing to do negatives that i have for this game if anything, I would say it's not the perfect. It's not a perfect game. Uh, I've played other side-scrolling games that were highly more fun to play. Uh, in this case, some of the stage design is a little bit unbalanced, in my opinion. There's some parts where, you know, it's really, really hard to get into, or you know, the distance and the reach are sometimes hard to get into, and you really gotta, you know, it, it, it it's a it's more of a chore than an enjoyment to get through with some of these stages. From there. Uh, there are very annoying mo- moments in the game that will make you, that will stress you out. Hit up. This is one of those games that if you are a person who is very frustrated in your in your life, who have a lot of frustrations in your life, this is not a game I would recommend to you. Because it, y- if you're one of those gamers who actually want to play games for recreational purposes, do not play this game. <laughs> because this is not a game for story enjoyment. This is a game for challenge that just happens to have a story in there. And that's a difference. Like if you they make you want to earn a story, but you got to go through all hell. And sometimes when you go through all hell, it's not worth the fire that you're being engulfed in. In this case, if you're I say if you're a gamer who absolutely wants the challenge like this, and is less frustrated with your life or has less stressors in your life do not i mean that's the game for you but if you have stressors or if you have frustrations in your life don't play this because you'll wind up throwing your controllers or your nintendo switch handheld to a wall it's sometimes if anything i would suggest turning the game off playing another game for a minute or for a few days come back to this game and try it again because that's also another you know method of doing it as well sometimes all it takes for you is because you've been playing it for so long and you're just in the zone too much and you just on a second tank of empty you need to just walk away do something else play another game you know and just come back in and get a fresh mind on it and sometimes you're liable to get through it it you know that's what types of game is um and i would say some of the other challenges uh it's more challenging than fun. It is very more, very much more challenging than fun. A lot of hard puzzles and enemies that just swarm on you, in a, you know, at sometimes. Which really, again, that's part of the imbalance of the game design. It's like there's some parts you just cannot get through, or you gotta survive to get through, barely in here. So I'm not saying this is this is not the best game I've ever played, but this also there is a lot to enjoy in this game. An absolute lot to enjoy for this game, but it's not for everybody. So this is more for the old school retro gaming community that enjoys that type of challenge and, you know, can handle that type of thing. So overall, despite the challenges, uh, it's not everybody's game, but it is not to say that it's not a uh, good game as well. But it's just not for everybody. And it does have its 
you know, it does have its dilemmas at that. So for that, I give it a grade of a B for that moment. So ladies and gentlemen, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. Thank you guys so very much for following up on us. And please keep supporting and checking us out. Check us out on TalkTimeLive.com, on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean. Check us out all there. Sometimes, And even YouTube. If to some extent, uh, mostly that's mostly for the uh, ACMG Nation or the ACMG Facebook group as well. So, um, but we're in all different types of platforms that you listen to. So go out of your way, keep the support, and uh, keep us going and keep us growing from there. This week, as I mentioned earlier, we're going to have the aftermath of the Infinity Saga, and we're going to rate the top ten. I'm going to give you my top ten, but I'm also going to give the top ten list based upon with our ACMG members have voted in. The poll is still up right now. So if you're listening and you haven't chimed in, go into that poll, give your vote. You could do multiple votes of some of your favorite movies that you love, but it all narrows down to who has the most. And I don't need a crystal ball to predict the obvious and who's going to get the top billing for this one, but we're going to talk about that more this Sunday. So stay tuned for that and much, much more for now. This is Dex Avery Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care, and I'll talk to you guys Sunday. Sunday.